young girl. Or he tried to. He really did. But she was just so beautiful. She wept with her long, through her long lashes as she told him about her life as a concubine and how her master abused her. Feeling sad that such a beautiful girl was struggling so much, he decided to keep her as his own concubine. Wang was a scholar and kept a small outbuilding on his property as his study. It's here that he decided to keep his mistress secretly. Women are not easy to fool, however, and Wang's wife, Chen, quickly figured out that her husband was up to something, and she was not happy to find out that she was now sharing her husband. She tried to convince her husband to stop acting like a fool, but he refused. She had neither the power nor the fort or she had not the power to force him to stop nor to leave him, so she thought she was going to have to learn to live with this fate until her husband met the priest. He was searching for a good book at the marketplace when he bumped into the holy man who seemed alarmed the more he studied Wang. He insisted that he could sense that Wang's household, his very presence, was under the shadow of a demonic power. Wang snorted in skepticism. A demon? The presence of a demon would bring a curse and trouble into his whole life. Other than his wife becoming a nag, his life was better than it had ever been. Perfect, actually. He straightened his jacket, adopted a confident swagger, and strutted out of the market and to the building where he kept his mistress. He was about to knock at the door when, instead of her sweet singing, Wang heard a gruff, raw voice belting out a crude, jaunty song. Wang carefully cracked open the door and peeked in. He had heard the saying that one could be so scared that one's heart could skip a beat. But a scholar's life tends to be pretty free of danger, and this was the first time Wang experienced the sensation. Inside the study was a gaunt, green creature whose rotting flesh dangled from its face, unable to hide its sharp, saw-like teeth. It looked pale and somewhat moist, like flesh that had begun to decompose underwater. It sat on Wang's chair in Wang's study. It was concentrating very hard on painting something on the table in front of it. When Wang moved to a window to get a better view, he saw that that object was a beautiful human skin, which the monster was painting with the beautiful features of Wang's mistress. He staggered backward, then fled back to the marketplace, pray praying that the priest was still there. He felt a rush of relief when he saw the little bald head at the fruit stand. He apologized to the holy man and begged him for help. The priest agreed, but as a good Taoist, he was a little reluctant to kill another sentient being, so instead he gave Wang a charm to hang on his door that would prevent the demon from entering the home. Feeling safer already, Wang went home and hung the charm on the bedroom door. When the demon emerged from her room and tried to enter his, she saw the charm and all of her incredible beauty fell away and the creature became enraged. She wiped the arrogant, self-satisfied smirk off Wang's face by plunging her clawed hand into his chest and tearing his heart out. She left in a huff, forgetting one important loose end. Chen, Wang's wife. Chen hated entering Wang's study and had refused to do so since he had brought that woman home.
It had been very difficult not to take an I told you so attitude when he told her that the woman was actually a demon. She had watched from her window as Wang tried to exercise the monster, so when the demon was out of sight, Chen scurried back to town to search for the monk. At this point, it was gloves off as far as the monk was concerned. They tracked the demon to the home of Wang's brother, where it had disguised itself as an elderly servant. Chen's brother-in-law was stunned to find that this trusted servant was a demon, but upon seeing the priest, the creature returned to its horrible natural form and lunged at them. Somehow, the priest was able to decapitate the demon with his wooden sword. Guessing it has something to do with Taoism? I don't get how that works. Um, when its body fell to the ground, it dissolved into black smoke, which the priest then stored inside of a hollow gourd, as one does. Then he rolled up the painted skin and stored it away. What he planned to do with these things, I don't even want to know. The priest told Chen that if she wanted Wang back, she needed to visit a lunatic back at the marketplace. That sounds like a good time. Chen didn't want her husband back, so she approached the madman. He was stinking and homeless with tattered clothes, filthy from the many times he had soiled himself. The only thing that stunk worse than his body was his breath that burst forth from between chapped lips and rotten, discolored teeth. Needless to say, she was feeling very intimidated to approach this man. When she told him she wanted her husband back, instead of lending a hand, he beat her and berated her. He slapped and bruised her, cursing her and, and insulting her, right in the middle of the marketplace. The startled people around them looked away from the humiliating display, increasing their speed to avoid the unhinged man unleashing his shameful behavior on them. Chen bore this patiently and gently, simply weeping and entreating her for her husband, whom she loved, despite how he had wronged her. After what seemed like an eternity of this, the man suddenly grabbed Chen by the shoulders. She took this as her chance to make her case. She took a deep breath to begin her plea again, and when she did, the lunatic let out a rattling, ragged-sounding cough and roughly spat a hard ball of phlegm into Chen's mouth. Y'all. Okay. Some backstory. I used to be a patient care technician, and I had no idea how somebody could find something so gross that it made them physically ill. Like, I see this trope in movies all the time, but I thought, okay, nobody's that much of a wimp that something like blood or throw up actually makes them get sick. You, it, It's gross, but you do what you do, you move on. If you ever think that you are above that kind of re reaction to something, work in healthcare. You will find something that triggers that nauseous reaction to you. For me, that something was spit. Especially other people's spit. Especially if it's a certain viscosity. I almost can't even talk about it without gagging. I found this out about myself cleaning another person's dentures, and this is the part of the story where... For the first time in the history of this show, I needed to turn it off for a while when I was doing my research on this. I needed to take a break because I was getting sick just thinking about Chen having to go through this. It, it, oh, it's awful. It's, 
it's yeah like i said not a lot rattles me when it comes to the gross out factor this and internal parasites those those freak me out too but this ugh, no i had real trouble with this guys some people can't even handle gore some can't handle people being sick this this gets me anyway my personal hang-ups aside this is a 1740s chinese literature and i need to man up the man put his dirty hand over chen's mouth and pinched her nose forcing her to swallow the ball of phlegm oh oh that's really bad and then after traumatizing all of us for life he simply walked away leaving chen humiliated and i assume deeply disgusted she's resigned that she may have lost her husband forever and proceeded with his funeral during the funeral she felt sick as i'm sure we all do right now something large and hard was coming up from her throat something moving she spat up a still beating heart and placed it in wang's chest how she knew to do this is beyond me i would have been too busy passing out from horror but chen is apparently a much more collected individual than i am wang then fully recovered and went on to live happily and more importantly faithfully with chen from then on Songling, the author of this tale, clearly saw Chen as the hero of the story, which is unusual for a woman to be the story in these early tales. That's why Mulan is kind of a big deal, because it wasn't something that happened that often with these stories. He was fiercely against the concubine system of China at the time, and made the story in support of monogamous marriage and the dangers of giving in to physical feelings rather than committed faithful love. Often, what is pretty on the outside hides ultimate destruction. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm, I'm sure if you're like me, this was a rough one to get through, so I appreciate you, uh, bearing with me for that icky yucky yucky terrible scene i swear i don't write this stuff guys i i just read it (laughs) and then i write a script to try and put it in the least horrible way possible there there was no sugarcoating that one guys it's it's real bad but thank you so much for tuning in anyway please like subscribe and share the show if you think your friends and family members can handle that scene of this particular episode because that one was rough Usually our gross out factor is not that high if you're a first time listener, so sorry about that. I'm cranking things up for Halloween and spooky season. Thank you so much again and have a beautiful day.